0: Alright, good morning everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. I've got an amazing guest on today. I can't wait for you to get to know her better. Um, this is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. As you know, I call it a belief cast because I'm very passionate about belief systems. Uh, because belief dictates behavior every single time. Um, many of you know my story. You know, I grew up thinking something was wrong with me. And so I walked around with that belief and it dictated my behavior in a very negative way, but I'm passionate about it and that's changed. And I'm grateful to be able to share that and also share this person with you today. Thanks for joining us, Mindy. Oh,
1: thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I'm
0: so excited to have you on. Um, just a little, uh, information on Mindy real quick, um, She's been a fitness and food coach at the Life Center Athletic Club, which is an amazing place if you don't know what, about this. But uh, she's been there for over 20 years. It's one of the best gyms uh, in the state of Utah, in my opinion. She's an author of the book called The Body Joy Plan book. It's an online cookbook. Uh, she's also involved with The Body Gym. She's been on QVC, KSL, ABC, Fox 13. Um, she's you know been doing this for a long, long time. She's passionate yes. about it. She has a very powerful belief system herself. Um, I know she didn't always have that, and we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And She's been through some ups and downs in her life, which we're going to get to know about. But I'm so excited to share this story with you today, and uh, thanks for your support. And I hope you guys will not only listen to this, but share this podcast with everyone you know who uh, needs to be inspired, because Mindy's very inspiring, and so anyway... That's a little intro on this wonderful person. Oh, thank
1: you. <laughs>
0: so, thanks for being here.
1: You are welcome. It's bright and early. Yes, it is, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: I not for it. her. She's up early anyway. So, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about your, a little bit about you, a little bit about your family, um, and kind of where you grew up, and just a little background on you, if that's all right. Sure.
1: Yeah. So I grew up um, in Sandy, Utah. And I am the oldest of six kids. I have four oh, wow. brothers and <laughs> um, my cute sister didn't come along until I was in high school. And so I pretty much grew up with right. a bunch of boys and oh, neighborhood wow. full of boys. Um, I, I wasn't real athletic. I danced, but okay. I, I loved watching football and i wasn't really into a ton of sports
0: okay my
1: hobby was more kind of eating (laughs) and so that's a good
0: can be a good hobby i guess well not so (laughs) much
1: not Not so much i know there's a lot of people that you've worked with and with your story it was Mm -hmm. um maybe drugs or substances mm-hmm. and I dealt with the hard stuff with food, which right. wasn't really the best. So when,
0: when did that start? Like when you noticed uh, that? Was that younger than high school? Yeah. Even? Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Yes. And um and I feel like it it started even in elementary. So oh, yeah. I've had a kidney condition that I've managed since birth and I use food to make me feel better when I I couldn't move or was physically in pain I would turn to food every time I would go to the doctors and we'd be done we'd go get I'd get a treat after usually I'd go get some tootsie rolls at the pharmacy when we were picking up medicine my dad would always let me pick out some a little treat too and so I I've I've kind of done that my entire life Or i So it's kind of
0: an escape almost? Oh, yeah. uh, Kind of a a relief from what you were going through?
1: Definitely. So I never felt the need, even as a teenager, to turn to anything that was, I guess I was more nervous, and obviously Mm -hmm. my parents talked to me about what um, drugs and alcohol could do, and I remember the first week of sixth grade in junior high, I sat next to a ninth grader an old ninth (laughs) grader in uh, math and he actually um overdosed in class and fell over with his chair and was in a rehab and ended up um actually passing away within a couple weeks and that was enough to put instill fear in me that that was not a way to go
0: yeah, I can imagine so, seeing that as a kid. How scary that would be! Yeah,
1: been. I mean, I was wow. overwhelmed to be in there with the older kids anyway. But to yeah. watch that happen and to know it wasn't even anything that was illegal. It was something over the counter, and it happened at lunch, and we were the period right after lunch. And I just wow. knew from the, I would never touch anything that wasn't.
0: Yeah. How old were you again when that happened? So
1: what? Sixth grade.
0: Sixth grade. So wow. I was a
1: little sixth grader, and I wow. was a
0: kinda of Back when your world upside freshmen down, huh? <laughs> were in
1: junior high, you know, cause oh, yeah. I had four years in junior high instead okay. of four years in high school. Gotcha. But yeah, that was enough to know I did not want to go down. I didn't want to turn to that. Right. So, so
0: when did you know, like when did you realize that maybe food was a, a, a problem? like you using that Did you um, realize that at that young age you as know, well You know I
1: probably started figuring that out in in junior high around that age cuz I would I would do it I would do, be a kind of a closet eater it wasn't when I was binging or turning to food and eating more than I knew I should to where I didn't feel good I was I was probably in junior high and I was never doing it in front of my family. It would be when I, my parents, when I would get home from school, um, and if my mom needed to go to the store and stuff, she would kind of leave me in charge with my brothers and stuff, but I would do it without them knowing. And it wouldn't be like a bowl of Lucky Charms was my thing back (laughs) then. I would be the box and I would kind of eat the box or I'd eat all the marshmallows out of the box or I'd get out the bag of marshmallows and not have Like a handful or two, I would eat the bag. And it's actually stuff that I haven't even really um, sat down and talked to my family about. This was kind of my thing. It was once I started, um, my doctor, who was super wise at the time I felt, because back in the early 90s, people weren't um, saying when you had health issues, they weren't saying go see a trainer go see a nutritionist some of your symptoms could be managed by your lifestyle and so my doctor actually told me that the year that I had graduated high school and said I think you should look into this and and go work with a trainer you can go to back in the day Whole Foods used to be called Wild Oats it was this little store and they had a free Nutritionist, because as a person just starting college, I had hardly any money, and so yeah. I went and started working with that woman, and then I found a trainer, and those two people changed my life so much that. Wow. Instead and this was of, after
0: high school. Yeah.
1: So the year okay. that I graduated, pretty right. much. So. But that's when I decided. You know what? This is.
0: So were you really? I mean, I don't even know. Were you overweight? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, was, I was
1: never obese, but okay. I was uh, I remember in kindergarten being on the bus, being called Miss Piggy. Wow. And I never, I was always, um, I've always felt so much bigger than looking back at pictures now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was chubby, yeah, but I, was just, I wasn't okay. obese. But I always felt, I was always felt like I was the little fat friend. Because all of my girlfriends, especially, and my brothers, I mean, they were just... Teeny, And most right. guys, I think, are leaner, obviously, even at that age. They yeah. were just little right. and super, yeah. super skinny. Mm-hmm. And I was not. And I was always just shorter and curvier but um my girlfriends were tall. my one best friend even at the time was a model actually in junior Aww. high even and she did pageants and so tall and lean and we just didn't have the same body type yeah. but I totally compared myself to her and none of my friends ever made me feel heavy my family never made me feel right. heavy it was in my head and yeah. so I would avoid even as a teenager I never went I rarely went to the pool with my friends I didn't go raging waters and to go to lagoon where they were swimming if it had to do with the bathing suit
0: right I didn't go
1: and I I would I worked and so I'd use that as my excuse if I really didn't work but I was looking back I was so sad now on how many things I missed out of just because of my perception of myself yeah
0: Well, it was the belief you had about yourself. Yes. And and it dictated your behavior. Yeah. So you avoided all these things. That was your behavior. You stayed. You isolated maybe at times. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating how that one belief yeah. Held you back on it's a lot so of It's so
1: sad how and many opportunities I missed out on.
0: So tell me about, and, and again, I just want to get more into this, and this is fascinating to me. So you had a kid call you Miss Piggy.
1: Yeah, and I remember, remember it was this? specifically in kindergarten because I only rode the bus in kindergarten right. until our elementary was built, and I didn't bus in elementary other than that but really yeah
0: how did do you remember did that play a role in how you felt about yourself from that point forward you think a little bit or
1: well I feel like that was when I remember feeling like well I'm fat and right. I hated how bad that word made me feel and it's so funny because of my kids now growing up the f right. word in my house I remember when uh, my daughter came home in elementary, was like, Mom, did you know there was more than one F word? Because that was a word <laughs> I just thought, you never, we never say this word. We never call anyone that. We, right. that's just a word we don't use because it is.
0: Because of your experience. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because that was such a big deal to me. Plus, obviously, being in the job I have now, too, I, I do work with everyone from health conditions to morbidly obese people, right. and I thought that's not going to be part of our language. We're never going to call anyone that, or and right. we see people how they are, not for their what size they are. Right. So. Wow.
0: Well, that's that's amazing that you're teaching your daughters this. You know, especially at a young age. I work with a lot of uh, females as well, where they, they have a lot of body image issues. Yeah. And uh, it starts really, really young. And it's, it's a tough thing. It's kind of sad to see that happen.
1: And there's that. I mean, that's with enough pressure just in the real world. Back when we right. were kids, we didn't have social media, right? Right. Yeah. And now, images, it's so hard that all of our judgments initially are on image and, and how you judge yourself. And even if we, if when I have two teenage daughters right mm-hmm. now, When I, when we look on Instagram and stuff, it's almost like most comments are about just how you look, period, not about a quality or Mm -hmm. attribute that you have. And I'm like, it's so sad that people are so much more than you are cute or.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why I love your posts on social media, because I know you're not that way. You're talking about, you're talking about the mind, body and spirit and all that stuff with what you do. And it's. It's not focused on. Hey, you look amazing, which which is good at some point, but yeah, there's so much it's not, more, not right? everything,
1: right? And yeah. especially as teenagers, that is something that we put so much value in, and mm-hmm. and we can't always look like our edited, perfect yeah. Pinterest and and right. <laughs> Instagram posts. You right. know, it's really yeah. rare that we ever really do look like that, and yeah. And so,
0: well, so, um, so after high school, you got uh, involved with these, you know, trainers that were mm-hmm. helping you and you're, you loved it so much. Is that what led you to going, You know what? I want to do this.
1: Yeah, I okay. was actually in, so when I graduated in pre-law, I was going to law school. I had mm. nothing to do all <laughs> of my, my, my education at the U was, had nothing to do with health and wellness and fitness. I thought I was, I wanted to be a, a judge. And so, really? yep, that a was judge. my plan. That was my life plan. <laughs> you don't hear
0: very many girls, I want to be a judge, oh, right? <laughs> I, and I knew,
1: I'm like, I'm going to have to be attorney to do that. So law yeah. school was on my radar, and that's cool. what I thought. But my trainer had changed my life so much. And the fact that it was kind of crazy, because as a kid growing up, I, as uncomfortable as I was being a little overweight, it was never the motivation mm-hmm. for me to actually do something to change but I would do anything to not have to go to the urologist for my kidney condition to feel good Mm -hmm. and when I started feeling better and my my life was changing in what I Mm -hmm. not just how I felt and getting in less and having less pain and figuring out what foods were actually making things worse or to think that god I could use Food to make me better and not have to be on medicine to make me better right. and not have side effects. That was huge. But then, yes, some weight started coming off, but my confidence came more from the strength I was building, mm-hmm. how I felt. I loved um, I can't say I loved those first couple sessions because they <laughs> right. kicked my trash and I actually threw up a few times really? in the parking wow. lot and my trainer never realized that until I had to say like the second or third week. Yeah. And he's like, Okay, we're going a little too hard too we're fast. Too hard. Yeah. We shouldn't get to that point. <laughs> yeah. And so it was super humbling, but it was so empowering wow. and so inspiring that I thought, you know what? Mm-hmm. He, I want to keep doing this for myself, but as, um, the longer I worked with him, I decided you know, what? he has the best job ever. Yeah. I was yeah. in, and I was already working. I've, I've kind of worked my entire life, which I love that I've been able to do that. Sure. But I thought, you know, that is to help people to have your own schedule. Right. And I was thinking as a female, this would be an awesome thing to have. Maybe it wouldn't bring me the income that being an attorney would. Right. But I just felt like I I wanted a career that was that rewarding. Yeah. And so it totally changed my life. That's so, amazing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Doing what you love and, and earning a living at is Isn't that great? It's, it's awesome. So I know. Um, so you obviously started feeling better about yourself. When did you... You know, you had a belief system when you were younger that, you know, maybe you're a little chubbier and you were self-conscious of it and it kept you from doing things, right? Yes. And you probably at times maybe felt sad and depressed about that. Yes. When did that change? When did that belief system flip for you where you no longer maybe viewed yourself in that light anymore? Do you remember um, when that happened? I
1: think about it was probably right at the end, more at the end of high school and going into college because I've always had great groups of friends that were supportive mm-hmm. and awesome. And with my trainer, I started realizing that, you know what? He, he did have me do belief statements and I am mm-hmm. statements and awesome. Um, and he, I remember one of my sessions i was paying out of pocket as a college kid and that's you don't have a lot of money right i was actually working three jobs and paying for my school at the u and so that was a huge sacrifice just to pay to do those sessions sure but i was so insecure about myself i would always have a sweatshirt tied around my waist Mm
0: -hmm. and after
1: a couple months of working with my trainer he said we're not leaving the office until you leave that sweatshirt in here, <laughs> and we're gonna go work. I wasted 30 I it. minutes of my session because I and I was in tears because wow. I just thought there's no way I can go out there and be seen without being hidden. Wow. And so, interesting, and so that was something that I remember that was a huge moment in shifting my beliefs. But I started thinking, you know what, I have all these awesome friends that have so many cool qualities and they're so confident but they are focused they're not just focused on what they look like they're focused on what they do and how Mm -hmm. what they are and all these blessings that they have and I as many struggles as I had I had so many blessings too but I wasn't really putting a lot of attention on that. Yeah, right. And um, I think my religion, being very Christian, uh-huh. that helped. And sure. so I started implementing more positive self-talk and trying to yeah. fake it till I kind of really yeah. m- believed that. Yeah. And, and still, even though, um, I don't know if you're like this too, but even though now I'm in my 40s, there's still, when I have challenges, sometimes it's easy to let some of those negative or yeah. old tapes that would yeah. run through my head come back in. And so yeah. I have to refocus on that. But using um, those positive belief statements or gratitudes are huge for me. I loved yeah. in the, the podcast you did with Joey White. Yeah. I Was at number two?
0: Yeah, I was number two. Okay, yep. so
1: that was, I loved how he said, write down three positives a day or think yeah. about three um, Gratitudes yeah. I use that with my clients all the time That's The awesome. second you have a negative belief mm-hmm. Replace it with three things That you Are good at Or right. the things that are blessings to you Or things that you're grateful for So you can get back into that Mode of gratitude yeah. versus Depression or negativity yeah. And yeah, so Well
0: this is why she's so successful at what you do You're oh, very inspiring you. It's beautiful I want to jump back just a little bit to so you go to this session with your personal trainer and he's like, "You're not leaving here until you take off the sweatshirt yeah. around your waist." Describe maybe if you remember, like leaving that office without that. Oh. What did you feel like? Like almost like you were naked and people yeah. were like looking at you funny, or what? What did it feel it, like?
1: It. I guess <laughs> I was full of a lot of anxiety and fear, uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. it's. It was, it was hard to not go to what, whatever you use as that clutch for security, whether it's a substance or a food or Mm -hmm. how you dress. I did, I felt very (laughs) exposed and vulnerable and, and I, some of the negative beliefs that I felt like I've had to work on overcoming as, as a kid was perfectionism and that was something that I was thinking, oh I'll, I'll quit tying that around my waist when I met my goal. Yeah. And his, his point was helping me see, you know what, you are fine how you are. Mm-hmm. And you can still work on making yourself better. Right. But you don't have to wait to be free and enjoy life until you achieve your goal. Right. You can find joy in the process and happiness while you're yeah. in the middle of working on being better.
0: Right, And I love that.
1: there's nothing, I love progress over perfection. That's something that I yeah. work with my clients That's or that beautiful. I have to work with on my own mindset, making sure, okay, we don't need to be perfect ever, right. but we need to focus on progressing and being better because mm-hmm. we're happier when we're better. We're not happy when we're perfect or right. when we try to be perfect. Yeah, it's it's too. we're not expected to, but it's such a huge burden to carry. And yeah. especially as a teenager,
0: for sure. I mean, we
1: make mistakes all the time. And that was something that was really hard for me. I was what mistakes just made me feel so overwhelmed and
0: mm-hmm. it not good enough. Yeah. And right? all
1: of those and comparison, yeah. you never really compare your worst to other people's worst. You're always comparing yourself to their best. And so I just felt like <laughs> I so
0: screwed up so <laughs> yeah. much. and yeah. But
1: I I was making mistakes just like everyone else. That's how yeah. we learn and grow. But I wasn't focusing on the benefits of mistakes. I was right. focusing on, I would get kind of stuck in the mistake and those feelings that you have when you make a mistake. Yeah, It was hard for me to move past that. Wow. That's incredible.
0: That is incredible how you um, push through that and that you teach this now with your clients. Can you remember one of your I am statements that really maybe stood out to you that back then where that was the one I said all, all the time that really kind of lit my soul on fire kind of thing? Girl,
1: I guess it would be, I would have different ones and I would kind of have a list and read through more of a list. And I actually, I use that in my mindset part in my book and right. there's a huge list of a bunch of bullet points, but, mm-hmm. um, feeling I am strong was one that okay. I used a lot because I felt like that helped me withstand whatever, if I had the temptation to mm-hmm. kind of, um, binge or, if I started feeling negative thoughts, I was stronger yeah. to overcome those. So that was one that was um, big for me. I am safe was a big one because when you grow up in a lot of physical pain and fear around yeah. health problems and, and not even the health problem, but the procedures and the testing that you would go through, More that was yeah. gave me a lot of anxiety. And so, um, being safe was important to me. Um, and I am loved and that was something too, that I felt like, I don't know why that was such an important thing to help me remember because I didn't ever feel unloved from my family, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's self love was like they, I always knew that they loved me, but I didn't love myself all the time. And so that's something that I feel like, like well, that's it kind of doesn't matter how many people love you if you don't love yourself, right? Oh,
0: absolutely. And so,
1: and that I'm Mm -hmm. just, that I am enough as I am, Mm -hmm. things like that.
0: I love that, you know, the love of self kind of concept. I teach that to my clients as well because, you know, I believe love of self will prove to be the most powerful antidote over any unwanted or addictive behaviors, period. And one of the things I do with my clients, like if they have younger kids, you know, I would say, like, if they're DOC, which means your drug of choice, if they're yeah. DOC is alcohol, I would say, would you ever give alcohol to your kids? They're like, never. And I'm like, why? Or, because I love them. And then I would say, well, as soon as you love you as much as you love your kids, you're not going to put that in your body anymore. And it just yeah. makes them go, oh, I never thought of it that way. So what you're saying there, and I totally agree with you, is about, it doesn't matter. You can have everyone in the world love you, but if you don't love you, yeah. it doesn't matter. So it's it's so important that we love ourselves.
1: Yeah, well, and here's something that's sad too. I could Mm -hmm. want the client that would be like my poster child person. If Mm -hmm. you were to come into the gym, it's the person that everyone's like, oh, I want to look like that person. Mm -hmm. My lady who was that for years and years was the most unhappy person that I had worked with. And And I have clients with cancer and brain tumors and Parkinson's disease and... All these ailments and conditions, not just overweight. Right. She was the healthiest of all of them, but her self-image was the worst. And But yeah, she looked great on the outside. And if people really knew how she felt about herself and her unhappy existence, they would not trade their life for hers in a heartbeat yeah and so that's where too it's like oh comparing is such a thief of joy but i feel like when we're turning to all these other things to deal with our emotions that's what we're doing and so i love how um if we the second we catch ourselves doing that if we can focus on okay everything that you're grateful for because you can't be depressed and grateful at the same time you can't be (laughs) in a negative mindset and, and a positive one at the same time and so I think that that's just something you always have with you and that you can do in a second but I feel like not just saying those things you have to write them down yeah and so just like goals if you're if you say you want to do something and you don't write it down, that's just a wish. You,
0: For right. whatever
1: reason, there's so much power in physically writing things down. It really and so
0: is. Yeah, I've noticed you've that too. got to write yeah. them
1: down and put them on stickies and put them in your mirror or in your car or where yeah. you see them. And so I have little stickies all over the place and even <laughs> in my that. kitchen because that's that awesome. was my place where my triggers were to use my drug of choice and and with food you can't not eat right you need it to live and so you have to learn how to manage it but still um you you can't cut it out of your life and so sometimes I would even and even now sometimes if I feel like okay right now I'm not doing great with using this food the way it should be used sometimes I'll put stickies in reminding me of my goal, or I love that to, to yeah. go do something else instead of eat if yeah. I'm not really hungry. Yeah, so I feel like you got to write down those That's positives so cool. or what you want to become,
0: right? I love that. Um, it goes with the old saying, Where attention goes, energy flows. Yes,
1: I so that all your 100%. attention was on your sticky
0: notes and all that stuff. And you, you know, what's cool is you're sitting there saying these things. I, I, I think about how successful you've been. But I think people don't realize how hard you've worked. Like, from being called Miss Piggy in kindergarten all the way up to what you're doing now, like, and the effort you put into changing your belief system around you and your world. I mean, I think maybe people don't really fully understand how hard you've worked. Is that well, fair?
1: Yeah. And you know what? I love that because the person that pops into my head is Michael Jordan. Right. And I've listened to so many. I've read some of his books and mm-hmm. listened to him interviewed. And he would always say, I mean, we just look at his titles and all right. the baskets that he made. He's missed twice as many that yeah. he's ever made. And mm-hmm. he wasn't. He didn't even make his high school team, right? Or was yeah. it his
0: junior high I think
1: high it was his team? sophomore year he got he cut. He was cut. Yeah. And that... I mean, we only look at his fame and mm-hmm. everyone who is great struggles and works hard yeah. and has had to earn it, right? Yeah. I don't know very many, just like <laughs> you too, yeah. you yeah. know, you had mm-hmm. to to work hard to be where you're at today. For sure, yeah. And so it's not easy for anyone. Yeah. But I think that especially with like a teenage mindset, you think that you're the only one struggling and that I don't know why... Yeah. We always think that we're the only one with problems or we're the only one that has um, a struggle with being accepted and, Mm -hmm. and feeling like we have friends or feeling good enough. And almost every, well, I think every single one of your podcasts, that's every person has brought that up.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So we all have struggles but we all have so we can all be great we have so much potential in us right. and yeah. it's awesome to know right. that our worth comes from within us not and what we're capable of not with what we look like or
0: exactly wow that's awesome well if you could uh i'm going to ask you a question okay um if you could go back to your 16 year old self what advice would you tell yourself Knowing what you know now, if you could go back, what would you tell your sixteen-year-old self?
1: Uh, to to be more happy now, wow. and that you don't things don't have to be perfect right. to be happy,
0: right? Love because that.
1: you waste so much mm-hmm. energy on worrying about what other people think mm-hmm. and and like all these opportunities I missed out of. I limited myself so much and. It, I could have had so, and I did have fun in high school. I thought high school was it was hard, but it was awesome too, right? Sure. And so, but it could have been even so much (laughs) more fun, and I would have had so many more opportunities. And you can enjoy things Mm. as they are before they get better. And it's there; it still doesn't mean that you can't want things to get better. Right. So yeah,
0: that's great advice. Be happy now, not happy when. Yeah. You know, I'll be happy when mm. I hit my goals or you know, enjoy the journey, right? Yes. Yeah, I love that. Hopefully you guys heard that. Be yeah. happy now. That's great advice. That is awesome. Um, so you know, tell us kind of what you're doing now, like this very moment. Like what are you working on now? Is there are you doing another book? Are you you know what what do you kind of
1: focus um, on in this
0: moment? Are I, you just doing the training right
1: I'm now? I'm mainly doing training right okay. now, but I love with I love the internet and all this technology Mm because 20 years ago when I started, I thought I only get to work with people who live by me, right? And my clients were Mm
0: -hmm. people who
1: could drive to me. So my biggest thing right now is working. I have an online private Facebook group that I do monthly coaching with. And so I have, um, it's called the Body Joy Slim Down Challenge. And I have people as young as 12 years old. My oldest client is um 87. She just turned 87. (laughs) 87, never too late, right? No, never, (laughs) and it's kind of never too early to start working on being better too, right? And so I have um, high school kids do it too, but it's on it's a private Facebook group, and they get nutrition coaching and workouts and daily accountability where. I'm on every day and giving them um, either writing positive things for them to Mm -hmm. think about. We're sharing recipes with each other and ideas of how to just make your life healthier and happier. And so um, that's my biggest thing right now. And I still have my online clients that I do a few days a week. Mm -hmm. And so, but with... um, I always thought that as your kids got older I'd go back to work longer and like right. both of my girls are in high school now mm-hmm. but I'm just I'm almost as busy or more busy than when they were little and <laughs> so amazing? I haven't
0: yeah. gone back to working full
1: time <laughs> I maybe I'll do another book when they're done with high sure. school and it's sure. it's a little uh, less busy less but I busy, love right. being part of their lives and so yeah my my career is kind of second to them right now, right. but right. it's, it's awesome. It's fun. Yeah.
0: And your girls are awesome. I mean, everyone that knows your girls are like, they're the nicest people.
1: Oh, thank and you. You've done a great
0: job raising those two girls. They're good I know girls. you and TJ are great parents and people who know you too. Just, I mean, they think you guys well, are the nicest thanks. They, people. you know, our, my
1: girls came out pretty good to begin <laughs> with and yeah. I love that they're actually two of my heroes. Right. So I always thought, oh, you look up to like, um, I've worked, been able to work with Bethany Hamilton who lost her arm as a 12 year old. And it was amazing to see her faith and her positivity and how she's overcome challenges. And I look at like my girls just as they're Mm -hmm. on the same pedestal to me as someone like that, because it's hard to be a teenager (laughs) right now. And it's hard to, um, navigate life and make good choices. And they, they do make good choices most of the time, but they struggle too. And it's, it's so much harder than I feel like it was for us. And, and there's so much pressure and then to have your life on Instagram and social media is hard. And, and so they, they are, they're two of my heroes and, and I just love, I love watching them make choices and watching them, have their whole lives ahead of them still That's and amazing. see what they're going to be capable of yeah. doing and well, they inspire me to be better.
0: They're great girls. So I can see why they, they, they're your heroes. It's really cool. Um, so, uh, do you have a weekly challenge that we could give out to the people who are yeah, listening?
1: I think we should, I think we should have them do Joey's cause that one is so good. Right. So it's, it's, Think it, writing down three positives or gratitudes every day. And right. I actually do that every day. So yeah. I feel like you have to have one for your mind since it's a belief cast. Right. But since I'm a trainer, <laughs> um, you you have to do one with, I'm going to give you one for movement and then meals too. Because okay. all those things affect your belief Everything. and your mind.
0: Totally agree. It's crazy. And yeah. so
1: I feel like you have to at least get 10 minutes of moving outside a day. Okay. That's huge, even if it's cold, you yeah. can handle it 10 minutes. I there's yeah. something about being outside, yeah, and um, it's grounding, it helps you refocus, it's you're mm-hmm. grateful for beautiful surroundings.
0: Well, even that coldness kind of wakes you up, yeah, and then, you yeah, know, and it you and you just
1: helps you move. And so, mm-hmm. get 10 minutes of movement in, and even if it's something too where it's just like a quick walk or Mm-hmm. Um. Yesterday, Lexi, my junior, mm-hmm. we did a, a fast, short workout, and we just did some push ups and tricep dips. We didn't even use weights for a minute, and right. you can do stuff. You don't need a gym. Yeah. So ten minutes, move. Ten get minutes. Outside. We all have
0: ten minutes. This is a yeah. Yeah. No matter it. who you are. And <laughs> then,
1: that. um, I think with meals, try to replace one packaged food with a fruit or vegetable. So maybe instead of snacking on like a cookie or beef jerky or nuts or something like that, grab an apple instead, grab some carrots, grab um, some guacamole with your veggies instead of chips with your guacamole. So just the more real fresh fruit food that you have in your body, the better your body and mind will work. And it's amazing the effect that food has on your mind. Mm. And that was one of, that was Probably the thing I noticed before it had an effect on my body physically was Mm -hmm. how much more clear I thought, how much happier I felt. Those the nutrients for your mind is huge.
0: Yeah.
1: And and there's people that can get off of. I've had clients on um, anti anxiety and depression medication that their doctors have put them on. A prescription like omega, mm-hmm. and omegas are in fish and some yeah. nuts and like chia seeds and flaxseed. All some some of these foods we can get it naturally. They've been able to get off of medication because they have put in omegas in their body, and I love that there's no side effects now right. with that. But Very cool. it helps your brain. Omegas are huge for your brain, so. Wow. Eat your I wish I would have like knew that I liked fish as a teenager. I never tried <laughs> right, it. Right. But I love salmon and yeah. so it's so good for your your brain too.
0: Wow, that's awesome. So there's the challenge, folks. I, I I'm gonna do it myself. I need to be better, nice. especially with the meal part. I'm always eating packaged snacks. I oh, know. <laughs> so I'm gonna start eating instead. more fruit and more vegetables and that kind of thing.
1: I love um it. so I need to
0: start doing that as well. Um, any last things you'd want to share with, uh, with our listeners?
1: No, I think that this, this has is been incredible. awesome. Well, I think that, yeah, mm. they should listen to all the other podcasts <laughs> if they haven't, because they, they're truly inspiring. So well, I love you. how you are a huge beacon of light to our youth. And well, I appreciate you. that as a mom of teenagers sure. and, thank you. and I know so many people whose lives you've touched. And so I appreciate you. doing what you're doing and it's amazing what you've overcome and I think you know that's some of the darkest hardest things to overcome here on Mm -hmm. this planet of ours and so
0: well thank you and you know I think back you know what you went through is actually led up to what you're doing now so I you know I think life happens for us And so as hard as that was growing up, as hard as those belief systems you were holding on to that held you back, it hadn't been for those, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now. I mean, look what you're doing now. You're doing the same thing. You're helping people every single day. You're making a difference. And it's not just the physical, it's the mental and the spiritual. Everyone who knows you, thinks you're wonderful. They can't say enough about you. You guys got to get to know her. Um, So how, if people want to get a hold of you and and follow you, how would they do that?
1: Um, I have a website that's just www.mindybuxton.com. And then on Instagram is where I post pretty much most of my um, free information. And so that's just Mindy Buck's.
0: Mindy bucks.
1: So Mindy
0: bucks. You need to follow her. Yeah, and Buxton. Reach out to her. I
1: guess we should. It's B U X T O N. Sometimes yeah. people spell that wrong. <laughs> like, so. What's
0: Buxton? How do you spell that? Yeah, B U C K. I'm like, yeah. nope, B U X. So. so, um, reach out to her, you guys. Um, she's uh, just inspiring. Got a wealth of knowledge. If you need help on any aspect, or if you know someone who needs help, reach out to her and uh, get in line with her. Um, we'll be posting this soon on all social medias. So stay tuned. It'll be in the next couple of days. And uh, anyway, it was my honor to have you on this. This was amazing. Oh, I feel inspired. Thank you. Thank I really you so truly much do. for
1: inviting me. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you, Todd. you the
0: best. Okay. See you, peeps. We'll Thanks. talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.